to the Cleaning for Profit podcast, the podcast that helps you get started in your own cleaning business. For more information on starting your own cleaning business, visit cleaningforprofit.com. Hi there, my name is Tom Watson, and I'm going to be walking you through this episode. Today's episode is titled, Seven Ways to Keep Customers Happy. When you own your own cleaning business, you soon realize the importance of keeping people happy. At the end of the day, you worked hard to get them, and now you want to keep them in this blissful state as long as possible. You don't want them to never leave you. I mean, those checks in the mailbox are just a real treat, aren't they? So, when the customer is happy, they're much more easy to manage, not to mention more profitable. This is because if they like what you do, they're much more likely to spend even more money on your services. It's a win-win scenario when you do it right. So let's get to the nuts and bolts part right now. Now these are seven ways, I would say seven surefire ways to keep your customers satisfied. Now the important tip here is that you need to be able to answer yes to each one of these questions below. Number one, was your service delivered when you said it would be? In other words, did you honor the original start date? A lot of people get this wrong and they yo-yo around. You never want to do that with the customer. You want to set a start date as soon as possible and then stick to it. The customer doesn't like or want any uncertainty. So just keep your original start date. Think it through and then stick to it. A lot of people mess that up. Number two, did you keep your word? Remember all those promises you made before you landed the account? You know, where you said you'd personally train all new recruits, you'd dance at their wedding, blah, blah, blah. Whatever your unique angle is, whatever you you know the sales process was for you, were all those promises kept? The customer is keeping score on this, so be a man or a woman of your word and keep it. Uh, that's very important. If people start to sense that you're backing off all the promises you made, you're going to lose credibility real fast. So be careful of what you promise, uh, and then try to really over deliver on what you you promised. And that will, you know, like the, like I always say, you want to exceed the expectation of the customer. But at the very least, you need to meet it. Uh, but exceeding it is always best. All right, number three, were any problems resolved quickly? You're not perfect, and anybody you hire certainly isn't going to be perfect. Mistakes are going to be made, and your customers, most of them anyway, know this. Okay, But the real measure of how well you perform in the customer's eyes is how you handle a problem when it crops up. Act quickly and make sure the outcome was favorable to the customer. And as a little special tip here, you want to err on the side of a highly favorable outcome. And I, I touched on that last week about just going beyond the call of duty. If there was a problem, not only fix the problem, but do something a little extra to atone for the inconvenience that was caused. So... For today's purposes, solve the problem quickly. Do it right the first time. Don't drag it out. Number four, did you follow up with your customer? Touching base with your customer after your service was performed is often overlooked. If the job was a one-time effort, then you'd want to touch base immediately afterwards. If it's part of a long-term daily or weekly service, then calling them after a week or two would be a good idea. You need to make sure that they're pleased with how things are going and you know, at the end of the day, you want to stay in front of any issues before they arise. 
Now, you want to make sure you're doing good, and you want to make sure that you know what the answer is before they even answer it. So that, you know, in other words, you want to be doing a very good job so that when you call, you're confident you're going to get, yeah, you're doing great. But it, you have to call anyway, even if you think you're doing a great job, because there could be something that you're missing that you don't even know. And most customers, uh, you know, at least as far as people that study customer service, they say that most customers won't complain. They just kind of suffer in silence. So you can't assume just because somebody didn't complain that they're happy, because that's just not true. Most most people don't really want to go through the trouble to call you and complain. Uh, sometimes it's just against uh, somebody's personality. Uh, so they just kind of sit on their their hands and not say anything, but they 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 get madder as time goes on eventually. And these are kind of bad customers to have because one day you just get a phone call saying you're fired. Uh, there was no warning. And you're like, well, what happened? Well, they suffered in silence is what happened. And to avoid that, you want to call them and uh, stay in touch. Okay. Number five. Is your company easy to get a hold of? In other words, how often do you check your voicemail and email? When you're new, you probably don't have anybody to answer that ringing phone when you're not there, which is, you know, everybody starts out there pretty much, unless you're, you got a ton of money when you're starting. But that's, that doesn't mean the customer should wait hours or days, God forbid, for a return call. Same goes for email. It's not too much of a hardship for you to be diligent on this. So buckle down, come up with a system for regularly checking your messages. Uh, you know, it, it, it's easy when you first start out. You you, you know, you kind of make assumptions that ah, nobody called me, and then you don't check it regularly, and then before you know it, it's eight hours went by and you didn't call somebody back, and uh, that's not a good impression. So stay on top of it. Uh, eventually, you're going to get a call or a message, and you want to be prompt with taking care of it. Uh, number six, are you staying in contact with your customers regularly? Now, this is a little different than did you follow up with the customer after you first started out working. This is kind of once you already have the job, you want to keep in touch regularly. And this does not mean every six months. And having them call you doesn't count either, okay? You know, you have to be the one who initiates the call. Stay in front of them. Offer them value of some kind, you know. Uh, at, at the end of the day, if you're not talking to your customers, then your competitors are. So uh, that's always a safe assumption. It's best if you have the relationship with them instead of letting somebody else kind of slip in there and pull the rug out from under your feet a couple months down the road. Number seven, are you viewed as responsive in the customer's eyes? You need to register a yes on this. Because if you're not responsive, then that means logically to the customer that you don't care. Uh, you may know that you're busier than a one-armed paper hanger and you just haven't gotten back to them yet, but the customer doesn't know, and they don't care either, to be honest with you. Always be responsive and attentive to those who are paying your bills. Uh, it's very important. Do not run from the phone. Take care of things. Uh, well, there you have it. it. It's a simple lesson for today, but uh, in 10 years in business, I can tell you that I learned some of these lessons the hard way, and I can kind of encourage you as strongly as possible to not let yourself fall into some of the same traps that I fell into when I first started. So these seven tips are going to keep your customers satisfied. It's a, a, a great foundation from which to move forward, 
and uh, you know, I didn't have them when I first started, and yet I still became incredibly successful with this business. And if you have them when you start from day one, you're, you're going to, you know, you could do better than me. There's no doubt. So uh, many people, you know, wait way too long before figuring out that these seven methods are not an elective option, but they're a requirement for surviving. So you follow these seven, step, uh, f seven steps and see your business take off. So that wraps up today's episode of seven ways to keep your customers happy. I hope you found it interesting and thanks for listening. Be sure to check back next week for our next episode. For more information on how to start your own cleaning business, I encourage you to visit my blog at cleaningforprofit.com. Check on the blog section for my latest posts. Should you have any questions or comments about this episode, just visit the website and go to the Contact Me page. I look forward to uh, hearing from those of you touch base, as always, and I'll talk to the rest of you next week. Thanks again for tuning in.